This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hello, hello. It is Erin here for another solo episode. And in this episode, I thought I would talk a little bit about what I eat. And you'll find that I'm not going to get into too many specifics around exactly what I put into my body. I will give you some ideas, but I'm going to talk more about the way that I eat and some of the guidelines that have been most supportive to me in my journey with food and my body. These five golden guidelines that I'm going to zoom in on today are things that have allowed me to feel my most energized. They have allowed me to feel the most mental clarity that I've ever felt. They have allowed my mind and body to thrive in a diet culture obsessed world that tends to have us thinking about food in a lot of really weird, strange, and crazy and wild ways. So I'm so excited to dive into those with you. I think one of the questions that comes up the most in the Raw Beauty Reset is probably people being curious about what I actually eat myself. I, because of genetics, have a thin body, and that is sort of what is idolized in the world of health and wellness. So I always want to state when I'm talking about food and my body and my wellness that a lot of my size primarily has to do because of genetics. There are people who could eat exactly what I eat and in the exact same way that I eat it and their body would look completely different. So that is my full disclosure moment. I just want to remind you that your body is uniquely beautiful, wonderful, magnificent, exactly as it is. So as I'm sharing these tools, they are evidence-based practices that we know support individuals in feeling their best and letting go of disordered patterns and ways of eating and fueling yourself. Okay, so without further ado, let's talk a little bit about the way that I eat. When I was in high school, I developed an eating disorder. I was anorexic and thoughts of calories and foods that were labeled good and bad and thinking about what I should and should not eat took up so much of my mental capacity. I mean, I thought about food 24-7. I went from being this straight-A student who was engaged in so many activities that I was lucky enough to do to really like only being able to focus on losing weight, counting calories, and thinking about food. It took over every aspect of my life. I had to eventually drop out of my dance classes because I was too unwell to participate in them. I started taking some classes from home far before the pandemic at homeschooling was actually a thing (laughs) because, I mean, this eating disorder disrupted everything in my life. I was hospitalized for three months, and when I came out of the hospital, I still 
had a wonky relationship with food, even though I was at a much healthier weight. And so I kind of landed in this pattern of restricting food or eating really clean during the day. And then often in the evening, finding myself binging or feeling really out of control around food or simply having to put a lot of energy into not allowing myself to eat everything that was in the kitchen. It did not feel effortless whatsoever. Now I'm in this space where thoughts about food take up such a tiny portion of my brain space, which allows me to focus on so many other things like my kids and my husband and building this business that I'm so passionate about. It allows me to figure out new strategies and tactics for health and wellness that support other women. And it really allows a lot of room for so much more joy and spontaneity and those feelings of calm and just wellness that we all are craving. So I've been on one side of the spectrum and I'm over here on the other side of the spectrum and I want to support you in getting from point A to point B as well, no matter where you're at on the spectrum currently. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. So the way that I would describe my eating now would be that I'm an intuitive eater. I never took a course on intuitive eating. I didn't read the book on intuitive eating. I didn't work with a dietitian who was specialized in this. I sort of learned how to eat intuitively over the course of 10 years, 
which is a very long time. There were so many ups and downs. And it wasn't until I really started raw and started talking to all these health and wellness professionals that I realized that over time I had moved to a space of more intuitive eating. It took me 10 years though, 10 years of my life, things ebbing and flowing, things moving forward and then feeling like, you know, I was just back in a space where everything about food in my body felt complicated again. And so I don't want that for anybody else. I know this journey, it's no quick fix. And I would never want to say that it is. It takes time to learn to eat intuitively. And it goes against a lot of the things that are sort of ingrained in our mind as to how we should eat and how we should exercise. So it does take time, but it does not have to take 10 years. I have people who go through my program, The Raw Beauty Reset, who feel like they've moved into a space of intuitive eating within 12 weeks. Some people it takes longer, but it definitely does not have to take 10 freaking years. So intuitive eating is a form of eating that was created by two registered dietitians. There are lots of people teaching intuitive eating. And when I first created the Raw Beauty Reset, I partnered up with a registered dietitian who focuses on intuitive eating. Her name's Allie Eberhardt. And she reviewed everything that I put together, added some things in and approved it just so that I could be sure that what I was offering was going to be helpful and not harmful. One of the first things that you learn in the Raw Beauty Reset are the five golden guidelines. And these are guidelines that I find myself sort of living by day to day. But when I say that I live by them day to day, that doesn't mean that I do them perfectly every single day. One of the foundational aspects of intuitive eating is that it's intuitive and fluid and flexible, which means that these aren't hard and fast rules that you have to follow. They're guidelines. So you're going to aim to do them. And if you don't, you don't get down on yourself. You're just going to find that the more you start to fuel your body in this way, the better that you feel, the less likely you'll be to binge or find yourself eating emotionally, which we all do to some extent, but it just can feel kind of icky when we're only emotionally eating, or to be in a space where you're overeating all the time. You'll notice that your mind feels more clear, that you have more mental capacity to think about things other than food. There are just, there's so many benefits. So let's dive into the five golden guidelines. You may want to grab a piece of paper and write these things down. Notice as I'm speaking through them, what comes up for you? If there's resistance that shows up, or if there's some inner dialogue or narrative that kind of wants to oppose them. If that does happen, that's totally okay. We can get curious about where those thoughts come from or where the resistance comes from. Just tuning in and noticing is a really great start. So the first golden guideline is to eat something within an hour of waking up. This is something that I've always done. My mom always said that breakfast was the most important meal of the day. I would always have breakfast before going to school, and it's just something that I've maintained. So it didn't feel difficult to me to follow this golden guideline, but I know for a lot of people that I work with, it does because they've been intermittent fasting or they find they they feel nauseous in the morning or they're used to just having a coffee and their appetite isn't that high in the morning. The reason that we want to eat something within an hour of waking up is because we want our body to know and trust that it is going to receive food. This is also going to kickstart our metabolism and it's going to give our blood sugar levels a little bit of a boost. 
when we talk about blood sugar levels, I want you to imagine for a moment one line that is quite stable and then another line that's a little bit like a roller coaster going up and down and up and down. One of the things that I don't think gets enough attention and focus in the world of health and wellness is the power of balancing our blood sugar levels. And when I say balancing our blood sugar levels, it's not like they're ever going to be perfectly balanced, but rather than having these big roller coaster waves, we want to just kind of have like a soft, gentle wave, like it's a calm day on the ocean. So if we don't eat for half the day, if we wait until lunch or even later to eat, our blood sugar levels have gone down so far that our body is going to really start to crave quick, fast sugars and fuels and carbs so that it can boost those blood sugar levels up. All of our organs, everything in our body needs sugar and carbohydrates to function. So carbohydrates, which also come from fruit and vegetables, not just, you know, whole grains or breads, are our body's main source of energy. So our body needs this fuel in order for it to work its absolute best. So we want to ensure that it has fuel in the car in order for it to perform, right? We would never drive down the highway with an empty gas tank on our car expecting it to function properly. So we have something in the morning to kind of boost our blood sugar levels, and then we want to try to sustain those throughout the day. In the morning, I usually have oatmeal with berries, and I'll put a big spoonful of peanut butter. I'm also really big into sprinkling seeds on top, so hemp hearts or chia or pumpkin seeds are some of my favorites. If I'm feeling like it, I'll put a little bit of vanilla yogurt in there. Another favorite breakfast for me is toast with peanut butter, banana, and hemp hearts. And then I'm also really flexible with my eating. So if there are croissants available or muffins that I've made with the kids, or I'm really feeling like a smoothie or cereal, I'll have that instead. I'm tuning into my body in the morning to see what I'm feeling like that day. And I avoid getting into a space where I'm having the exact same thing every single day. I mean, at some level, it's easiest to kind of know what your favorite items are and to just go for that, and that's fine. But feel free to incorporate other things now and then and and as you wish. One thing I would say is that I consider smoothies to be a fluid, even if they've got protein powder and spinach. I would really recommend for anybody who's just getting started with intuitive eating and really wanting to heal their relationship with food, that you actually eat something solid rather than just a smoothie. It's not enough sustenance and it's not going to provide as much satisfaction for your body. So sometimes I'll do that, but most of the time I'm really having something that is solid for breakfast. I also want to remind you that variety is the spice of life and variety is really good for our gut health and our microbiome in our gut. Now, our gut is directly attached to our brain via the vagus nerve, which is like a two-way highway. And so our gut health impacts our mental health. So ensuring that you're getting a variety of colors and foods and a variety of things from different food groups is really going to allow your gut health to thrive therefore your mental health to thrive. It's going to help balance those blood sugar levels and ensure that you're getting 
a great combination of macro and micronutrients. So variety is good, but I also know that sometimes it's easiest to just find like two or three things that you want to rotate. I would just say every once in a while, switch those up or add a seasonal fruit into the mix. One thing that I love to do is I'll take two pieces of fruit in the morning and I just cut it up or if it's oranges, I'll peel the oranges and I put it out on the table. My kids plow through them and automatically they're getting more fruit in their diet and it's just a great way to start the day and I'll obviously pick away at it as well. Golden guideline number two is to eat every two to three hours This for me is kind of a non-negotiable. I mean, we all have moments where you're working and you can't eat that often or, you know, the day gets thrown off. But when I'm not fueling myself consistently, I am the worst version of myself. I don't know if it's that my body is hyperactively aware when food is not present because of my past relationship with food that starts to freak out, but I notice right away I get foggy thinking, I'm not able to concentrate as long, I'm getting hangry. It doesn't even have to be super intense feelings of hunger in my stomach, but it's just like my system isn't functioning optimally. So I will have a meal, I'll have breakfast, then I'll have a snack, lunch, snack, dinner, and a snack. Now, for some of you, you're like, oh my God, that is so much food. But when you're eating that way, my meals aren't massive. My snacks, I'm having like a granola bar right now or an apple and a piece of cheese. So your body's not needing as much at any one meal and your source of energy is spread really nicely throughout the day, allowing your body to function optimally, your brain to function optimally, and you to maintain a good balance of energy. If you're somebody who finds that you often have that energy dip in the afternoon, this is partially normal and and relates back to our circadian rhythms. But it can also be that your blood sugar levels are really on that roller coaster with huge waves up and down. So ensuring that you're eating consistently throughout the day, and it's great if you can add a bit of protein into those snacks and meals because that takes longer for your body to break down, then you're going to find that your energy levels are a lot more consistent. And whenever we're in the Raw Beauty Reset, we always start off by identifying what I call your core desired feelings. Everybody wants more energy. There's not one person who's like, yeah, I'm good with the energy levels. We all crave more energy. So I want you to just try this out for a week or two and notice how different you feel in your body. Number three is to aim to include two food groups in your snacks. So our food groups are carbohydrates, fats, proteins, fruits and vegetables, and then dairy. So that's carbs, fats, proteins, fruits, and vegetables, and dairy. So when you're going to grab a snack, think about getting something that's going to include two of those food groups in it. This is going to help you feel more satisfied, and it's going to ensure that throughout the day you're getting a good assortment of those macro and micronutrients, minerals, vitamins. What's so interesting about eating and food in our body is that there's a real difference between feeling full and feeling satisfied. So feeling full is when your stomach has expanded and your body recognizes that food's there and present. Feeling satisfied is a combination of knowing that your stomach is full and also feeling a sense of satisfaction in what you've eaten. It's addressed cravings or it's 
included a variety of different foods. You've had some crunch or some salt or some sugar in there, whatever it is that your body's needing in this moment. We can eat foods and chomp on celery and feel full, but never feel satisfied, right? So aiming to include an assortment of different food groups in your snacks and meals is going to help you feel more satisfied. When our body feels satisfied, we aren't going to find ourselves thinking about food as much. Like we're good, we can move on to the next task until it's time to eat again. All right, so just to do a quick refresh, number one is eating something within an hour of waking up. Number two is eating every two to three hours. Number three is aiming to include two food groups into your snacks. And number four is aiming to include three or more food groups into your meals. So again, going back to those food groups that we mentioned, you just want to ensure that you're including a variety of different foods and macronutrients into your meals to increase fullness and satisfaction and to ensure that you're getting a variety of foods that your body needs in order to best function. Now, you can obsess over which groups you're eating or not eating, but your body needs all of them. So rather than focusing on what you can't eat or shouldn't eat or you're not going to eat, I want you to focus on all the things that you can eat because for most of us, there are so many options. You can think about creating a rainbow colored plate if you want to. So including an assortment of different colors, textures, flavors, and all of this is going to make food so much more fun and enjoyable. Plus, it's going to allow your body to start to thrive because you're nourishing yourself in such a beautiful way. Number five is to give yourself permission to eat. This one can be the most activating for people. I know when I was struggling with food, I felt like if I gave myself permission to eat what I wanted when I wanted it, that I would start eating and I would never stop. And to some extent, this is what I would do. I would eat and eat and eat and eat. The trouble is that the next day I would start to restrict in order to try to regain control. With intuitive eating and these golden guidelines, There's no rule about restricting if you feel like you've quote unquote eaten wrong. You still eat, you still show up the next day, you have breakfast, you have snacks, you have lunch, and you continue on with time because your body starts to trust that you are going to feed it, that it is going to receive an abundance of food and that it is going to receive, you know, different types of foods you'll start to notice that the binging and overeating subsides. At first, when you're giving yourself permission to eat, it's very common to go on what we call the honeymoon period. So because you've restricted and you were not allowed something for so long, there's a high probability that there might be a period of time where you just really enjoy food, you feel out of control around it, you want a lot of the things that you've told yourself you can't have for a long time, That is completely normal. But like any honeymoon, it will end. If you were given chocolate bars and told that you could only eat chocolate bars for the rest of your life, you'd probably make it about two or three, maybe four days eating those chocolate bars until you never wanted to see another chocolate bar again. Our bodies, as I said before, are designed to thrive and survive. 
We don't only want chips and sugar and cake and ice cream. We crave those things because we've told ourselves that we cannot have them and we restrict them. But when we just allow ourselves to eat them freely, they lose the power that they've held over us for so long. It's really incredible when you start to experience this and it doesn't take that long to get there, but we have to get a bit uncomfortable and walk through some fear in order to get through that space. And that involves really giving yourself permission to eat when you want and what you want. So to review, the five golden guidelines are eating something within an hour of waking up, eating every two to three hours, aiming to include two or more food groups in your snacks, aiming to include three or more food groups in your meals, and giving yourself permission to eat. This is how I eat every day. Of course, there are days when I don't hit every single one of these guidelines. And to be honest, I don't really think about them anymore. It's just how I eat. I'm tuned into my body. When I'm hungry, I feel myself. When I'm craving some chips, I go and get some chips. And it all feels so simple at this point. But I know if your relationship with food is feeling complicated, or just if you're wanting to up-level your wellness that it's helpful to have these guidelines or stepping stones that you can follow. I have taught these golden guidelines to over 500 women, dozens of one-on-one clients. They work. They really, really work. It can take some time and patience and it can feel uncomfortable at first, but if you can stick with them, you will notice the most incredible results in regards to your relationship with food and your body. Now, one thing I want to note is that whenever we're changing up the way that we eat, our body's weight might fluctuate a little bit. Some people doing this might lose weight. Some people doing this might gain a little bit of weight. Please be patient with your body. We can't expect it to land at its happy weight immediately upon trying something new, right? This isn't some quick fix approach. We are looking at long-term health and wellness with this. This is an approach that you can follow for the rest of your life. Your body has likely gone through a lot. You've tried a lot of different things. You've tested things out. You've maybe restricted certain things. You haven't allowed it certain things. So give it some time to get used to a new way of fueling. Recognize that Your weight might fluctuate a little bit. It might not change at all. We aren't sure exactly what will happen here. When I moved from disorder eating through to intuitive eating over that 10-year period of time, my weight fluctuated by about 50 pounds. So gaining 50 pounds, then losing some weight, and now I've landed in a space where I do feel like I'm probably a little bit, uh, weigh a little bit less than where my body's supposed to be at, but I think, but it has nothing to do with like dieting or trying to be there. It's more the reality of running a business and having two kids and uh, a high metabolism and dealing with some anxiety. So no matter where your body's at, whether it's at a lower weight than what you want it to be or a higher weight, following these golden guidelines and just being patient with yourself, just knowing that by nourishing your body and speaking to yourself kindly and not resorting to quick fixes that you'll find yourself back in a space of optimal health and wellness. All right. So trusting the process here, holding the vision and trusting the process 
what I found by following these guidelines is so much mental freedom from thinking about food and obsessing over it and not being sure what I could eat or when to eat, all of these rules. Everything just becomes so much more simple once you really start to flow with these guidelines. I feel like I'm more mentally clear, like I'm more connected to my purpose and passion, that I'm able to show up for relationships in a completely different way. And most importantly, I just feel so much more joy in my life now. Obsessing over macros and calories and the weight on the scale is not living fully. It's just There are so many people struggling with this, and I just know how good it feels on the other side. So here's the thing. You can start practicing these golden guidelines today. Start practicing them tomorrow. Start putting this into action. Start before you're ready. Recognize it's never going to be perfect. These are guidelines, not hard rules that you need to follow. So giving yourself tons of grace. If you feel like you'd like a little bit more support with them, or you know that you need extra help to get through the honeymoon period or the hurdles that might come up, if you want to really transform your health and wellness in 2022, if you're ready to leave behind old ways of being that just haven't worked for you in the past, I would love for you to join me on my next session of the Robbie D. Reset. We are starting January 30th. We have the wonderful Meg Boggs joining us for this reset. It's going to be 12 weeks for you to really learn these principles of intuitive eating, to work on your mindset. I feel like our mindset is where everything in regards to our health and wellness stems from. And so we spend a lot of time in the program looking at ways that you self-sabotage and beliefs that you carry that aren't necessarily serving you anymore. We're going to look at triggers or patterns that you are in that keep bringing you back to the same place that you don't want to be stuck in anymore. You'll have online learning modules to follow. You'll have weekly live coaching calls with me. We've got an incredible Facebook community where you'll feel so supported and inspired by the incredible women that will be doing this alongside you. I'm going to include the link to the Raw Beauty Reset down below. Check it out. I also have a free webinar called The Five Steps to End the Battle with Food and Your Body. I'm going to talk about five steps that are completely different than the ones I just talked about that are paramount. If you are ready to heal your relationship with food and your body and to feel your absolute best, Click on the link. Like now is the time to say, yes, I have a spot for you and I would love to work with you in 2022. All right. As always with these episodes, tune into what feels best for you and your body. Take what resonated, leave the rest behind, and let's get after feeling our absolute best in the year to come. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. And if you have it in you, if you could share it with a friend, that would be even better. I'm so, so grateful to have each and every one of you listening and tuning in week to week. If you have any questions or anything that you would like me to cover on these solo episodes, please head over to my Instagram page at Raw Beauty Talks and send me a DM. It's me in there. I love hearing from you. I would love to hear what resonated in this episode and what you would like to know more about. All right, everyone. I will see you next week. Get after it. 
Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Rob Talks community at Rob Talks, And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.